Hey guys, Jason Davis here. Uh, with everything that's going on out there in culture, in the school system, especially the public school system, right? And drag shows and everything in between, our kids are under attack daily. And that's why I wanted to tell you today about the Tuttle Twins books. Tuttle Twins is really, it's the only books uh, that I know of for kids that really help them develop critical thinking skills about real world concepts, economies, finance, government, freedom, liberty, the free market, how to be self-reliant and outside the system. Right now, we just all have to recognize the world's full of companies and people and politicians that want to expose and influence our kids and in ideas that we don't support. And so that includes school teachers, unfortunately. So Tuttle Twins empowers parents. I encourage you to check them out at TuttleTwins.com or if you go to my website at DontTreadOnLiberty.com and go to Freedom Partners under Tuttle Twins, there is a special offer for you. So DontTreadOnLiberty.com under Freedom Partners. Check out the Tuttle Twins and we do have a special offer for you. Well, let's get back to the show. I hope you enjoy this week. God bless. Fighting back against the left's nonstop attacks on liberty, freedom, and America. America. This is Don't Tread on Liberty. Jason Davis is on the air. Happy Saturday, everybody. Welcome to Don't Tread on Liberty. Hope you've had a great week and you're ready for the ultimate in Liberty News. Uh, as usual, I'm going to start with the top five news stories I picked for you um, over the last couple of days, and then we're going to get into the topic for the week. Uh, I had to make a change. I, I was going to do today's show all on police and the mass exodus that we're seeing uh, across police agencies all over the country, um, because, I mean, that is obviously a serious problem. Um, but these bombs keep dropping with COVID, and to be honest, I think all of uh, this COVID stuff, everything that's going on around COVID is really the number one threat to our country and to our freedoms right now. So I am going to talk more on COVID again, um, but we'll get into that a little bit. First, um, I just want to take a moment for September the 11th, uh, the 19th anniversary yesterday, and always just want to say thoughts and prayers are always with um, all those who gave their life and all their loved ones uh, that are left behind and the ultimate respect for the ultimate sacrifice. But unfortunately, that is not the same for the NBA. Um, NBA players took a knee last night during the national anthem on the 19th anniversary of September the 11th. So... I mean, obviously, this is unacceptable. I think Americans are going to continue to tune out of the NBA as they already have. Uh, their ratings are down, as they should be. And as far as I'm concerned, uh, I hope they become a non-factor and eventually just become a non-existent entity. I mean, I'd, I wouldn't hurt me at all if the NBA went belly up and we never saw a basketball game again. And, I mean, as probably one of the largest uh, football fans, both college and pro, than you could ever find, I am not watching NFL games this year. I canceled DirecTV. I am not playing fantasy. Uh, I am not really going to be watching games. And 
I mean, the NFL is going to follow in the same footsteps as the NBA if they don't get their act together, and I'm not sure if they will. But anyway, um, NBA, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, but it's not going to be good for you. Um, the second big story I want to mention is finally Attorney General William Barr announced that he's forming a Justice Department task force to take down violent far-left extremist groups such as Antifa. I've been saying this for months. Um, why don't they just go get them? I mean, they are a terrorist organization. Um, they are committing violent acts of and criminal acts. And they're, they're actively trying to, you know, cause an uh, a, uh, overthrow of the United States government. Now, before, you know... Uh, any time in our history, you know, before maybe 15 or 20 years ago, people try to, to do things like this and, you know, law enforcement would just go get them. Uh, the feds would go get them and they throw them in a, in a prison cell and, um, you know, they try them for treason or acts of terrorism or what have you. Um, but these people have been operating with immunity, um, you know, so far. So this is, uh, this is great to see. Um, the release here, um, Attorney General Barr says, quote, uh, these groups, uh, cause significant threats to the rule of law and commit indefensible acts of violence, unquote. Um, so I'm happy to see that. That's really good news for all of us. Next is a really interesting story that really got no play at all. Uh, I found it on Cointelegraph.com. Uh, Joshua Mapperson is the editorialist or the reporter. But, you know, we've talked and I've written about FedCoin, which is coming, and also the Federal Reserve po pulling currency out of circulation. You may have noticed if you go to the store, they don't have change. Places are asking you to pay with exact change if you're paying cash or they're encouraging to use credit. Um, this is all part of the Fed removing currency from circulation. They're starting with coins, but... I'm pretty sure cash is going to follow. And if you read up on this, I mean, a lot of people agree. Now, they are moving into FedCoin, which is already underway. Basically, that's a bank account for every person where the Fed is going to deposit money for you digitally. And you're going to be able to use that money like a, with, a, uh, with like a credit card or a debit card. Okay, So this is the move away from cash and into a digital currency. This is something that's not just happening here, this is happening globally. And um, this is a trend that is obviously a huge threat to our privacy and our freedom. Because if you can't use cash, how are you ever gonna buy anything anonymously? And what if the government doesn't like what you're buying? I mean, just imagine if they decide that you can't buy guns or ammunition. They just shut off your account and you're finished. So. And if businesses quit taking cash and they only accept this type of payment, even if you had some, how are you going to spend it? So, I mean, this is a huge problem. Now, cryptocurrency has been around for a while, Bitcoin and such, right? And that is an anonymous alternate form of, of currency. So I found this article really interesting from Cointelegraph. The article reads, the United States Internal Revenue Service, the IRS, has offered a bounty of up to $625,000 for anyone who can break the purportedly untraceable privacy 
uh, on coins such as Monero as well as Trace Transaction on Bitcoin's Lightning Network. So they are offering this out to anybody that's out there that can hack these systems um, to take away the anonymity of cryptocurrency. It says the IRS will accept submissions in the form of working prototypes until September 16th. If accepted, applicants will receive an initial payment of $500,000. This grant will allow the applicant to develop their prototype into a working concept over the next six to eight months. Once the pilot test is completed and approved by the government, a further $125,000 grant will be awarded. So it says here, they, they, the IRS, quote, is seeking a solution with one or more contractors to provide innovative solutions for tracing and attributing uh, of privacy coins, such as expert tools, data, source code, algorithms, and software development services. They want, you know, they say this is under the guise of the IRS criminal investigation uh, or special investigation to trace transactions, including identifying wallets, transaction dates and times, and amounts transferred. The agency hopes to use these tools to predict the future of transactions of flagged addresses. The final product must also provide full control to the IRS with the ability to further develop or modify the system so that the organization does not have to rely on any external vendors. So this is obviously very concerning as everyone's moving towards digital currency. The IRS now is trying to get ahead of alternative ways that we might be able to do business or transact um, through Bitcoin or other cryptos. So uh, very interesting. Didn't get a lot of play and wanted to bring it to you. And lo and behold, COVID-19 vaccinations. So one of the one of the providers, uh, this is from statnews.com, one of the providers that is in clinical trials now had to halt their trials for the second time. A woman in the United Kingdom experienced neurological symptoms consistent with a rare but serious spinal inflammatory disorder. They say it's rare but serious. And the clinical trial was halted once before, previously in July, after a participant experienced neurological symptoms. And upon a further examination, that person was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. Okay, and I saved the best for last. Our buddy, Anthony Fauci, is back in the news. Uh, he's on MSNBC's Andrea Mitchell Reports, saying it's going to be well into 2021 before the country returns to a degree of normalcy of pre-coronavirus times. So Fauci, uh, again, uh, well into 2021, probably, he says, maybe even towards the end of 2021. Um, I mean, this guy is unbelievable. He's tied to so many things around the pharmaceutical industry, the vaccine trials, and so forth. For him to speculate on anything, I think, is just ridiculous. But he continues to do it, and the president continues to allow that. And I'm not sure, you know, what we're going to be able to do about that. But, you know, it should really be stopped if possible. Um, so that's Anthony Fauci for you. So there you have it. That's my top five for the week. Let me know what you think. You can go online, donttreadatliberty.com, donttreadonliberty.com. So the main thing I want to talk about is COVID again. Um, you can get a lot of this information if you go back and read our series that we just wrapped up on our blog, um, donttreadonliberty.com. Did a four-part series on COVID. We covered testing, case counts, hospitalizations, death rates, uh, mask wearing, you name it. We went through all of it. We gave you the real facts and the truth. 
Um, it's all re it's all cited. Uh, we got research studies cited. We got links to the CDC and WHO websites on there, and um, links to all the articles that we reference. Okay, so you can go back and check it out if you want the in-depth rundown. Just kind of talk through some of this stuff. So, if you're following this, you know the testing they're doing is is ridiculously uh, fraudulent. The PCR test is should never be used for diagnostic purposes, according to all the experts. And um, you know it was never intended for that purpose, but that's what they're using. And they're drumming up all kinds of test numbers, or I'm sorry, case numbers, to keep everybody scared and to continue to implement uh, business restrictions and lockdown measures. So I mean, this has to end, and I don't, you know, I don't really see any end in sight. But I mean, these bombs just keep dropping. The other day, just the news reported uh, before the pandemic, the feds were funding human coronavirus experiments in China back in 2019. So that's before the pandemic even happened. They're funding research in Wuhan, right where the virus supposedly came from. Isn't that interesting? I mean, uh, and no one is asking these questions. I mean, I, I just can't believe that nobody is asking these questions. I mean, this information is out there. You can find it. It's on their websites. They bury it, but it's there. That's how it gets out. That's how it leaks. The CDC just added over 5,000 injury and poisoning fatalities to the COVID death count. I mean, so you're looking at the chart on their website, and they're including um, all kinds of people in there that, you know, is not COVID. So you're like, well, I mean, was it COVID or not COVID? I don't understand. And then, you know, then you got places like Sweden who never locked down, never recommended masks, uh, really didn't do much of anything. And they have a lower death rate than the United States. Think about that. Why are we doing all of these measures when it's a virus? We've been dealing with viruses for hundreds of years. They run through, they take their toll. We develop an immunity, and then as that happens, the virus may mutate, but normally they become less virulent. This is according to all the research and the doctors. And what is really concerning is that they're trying to censor any information about the truth. Look at the frontline doctors. Uh, these were the group of doctors that had a press conference out in Washington, D.C., talking about hydroxychloroquine. And how, how amazing that drug is and how well it works against COVID. This is a lot of doctors. I'm not talking about a couple. A lot. All right. They were banned from social media. The news didn't cover them. They've been discredited. They're trying to make them all look bad. Many of them have been fired from their jobs. If you post anything online or if anybody, any research goes online, they immediately ban it. And what's funny is a lot of this stuff is on the CDC or WHO website. It's on there. But they're banning people that point it out or bring it to light. So you have to ask yourself, what are they trying to hide? And it's a, obviously a, <laughs> I mean, it, it's a conspiracy. I don't know what, you know, I mean... It's, it's very obvious. I don't know what to say. I mean, if you don't see that, you're not paying attention. Mass tracking COVID pass immunity passports slated to roll out in 15 countries. All right. So this is right to the heart of what is coming down the road through the Rockefeller Foundation and Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and all of these places. Mintpressnews.com has it. They are rolling out COVID pass in 15 countries across the world. That's the digital health passport. This will contain 
your COVID-19 test history, and other relevant health information. I wonder what that is. According to the company website, the passport's objective is to safely return to work and resume, quote, social interactions by providing authorities with up-to-the-date authenticated health information. Hmm. You just love to have a microchip implanted in your in your forehead so that uh, whoever wants to can stop and scan you for um, credentials, right? These objectives mirror those that Bill Gates has been promoting since the start of the COVID-19 lockdown back in April. He touted advantages of the voluntary adoption of the digital tools so that we can remember where we have been and choose to share it with whoever comes to an interview about your contacts. I guess he means contact tracing, all right? Gates goes on to predict that the ability to t attend public events in the near future will depend on the discovery of an effective treatment, but he remains pessimistic that any such cure will be good enough in the short term to make people feel safe to go out again. Hmm. These warnings by the billionaire dovetail perfectly with the stated purposes of the Covey Pass. Covey Pass is being developed in, in partnership with the Red Strike Group, a sports marketing consultancy firm that is working with England's Premier League and the Project Restart to parse ticket sales and only make them available to people who have tested negative for the virus. This is insane. So pretty soon we're going to have to have a chip uh, or we can't go to the grocery store or um, get on an airplane or um, cross uh, state lines or go to a different country or anything like that. Mm. Where have I heard that before? Have you guys ever um, watched any World War II movies or uh, anything about the Third Reich or anything like that? Show me your papers. You heard that one before, right? Show me your papers. Hmm. Then just the other day, the New York Post and other places are reporting about the Chinese virologist claiming she has proof that COVID-19 was man-made in, in, in the Wuhan lab. She's in hiding right now because so many uh, scientists that tried to speak out about this disappeared in China. It's Dr. Li Meng Yang. I think that's right. Li Meng Yan? Yan, not Yang, excuse me. Um, she did some of the earliest research into COVID-19 last year, and she uh, did an interview Friday on the British talk show Loose Women. This is reported in the New York Post, and you can look that up on their site. She said it comes from the lab, the lab in Wuhan. The lab is controlled by China's government. Quote. That's her quote. All right. So, I mean, this has been out there for a while. Uh, people kind of suspect it might have been man-made. Um, now we have uh, somewhat of a whistleblower. So there you have it. Now, some people are catching on, okay? South Dakota, props. Their governor, amazing woman, all right? No lockdown, no mask order, no social distancing requirements, nothing. They're doing just fine. Nebraska is going to be ending nearly all social distancing requirements, okay? That just got released. A couple weeks ago, Idaho did that, all right? So we got some, we got some things starting to happen, which is good news, uh, but we need to see a lot more of that, a lot more. So what are we going to do? Well, you got to be informed, and I mean, you can't be watching the mainstream media and be informed because they, they lie. They lie. I mean, they flat out lie, they flat out lie, and they censor the truth on purpose. You can't do it. You got to go to places that you trust for your information. And if you don't, I mean, I'm not telling you to trust me. Everything I'm telling you, you can go find and read about yourself. I encourage you to, to do your own research um, and look this stuff up. Get off the mainstream media. They're not going to tell you the truth. You got to get off of that. If you don't want to go to Don't Tread on Liberty, go somewhere else. But find a place that you trust. There are plenty of them out there, and go find them. Number two, you got to speak up. You can't stay quiet anymore. You got to speak up. You got to call this stuff out. 
talk to your friends, talk to your neighbors, have a discussion about it and challenge them. I mean, you have to do that. We got too many people just going along with this. I'm not sure if they're just not paying attention. They don't really care as long as they can do what they want. They'll put the mask on and just go and do whatever they want to do as long as they can leave them alone. The problem is it's not going to leave them alone forever. Eventually, this is coming to your front door. So if not now, when? Here's the thing. Elections are coming up. And if we don't get some of these despots out of office, and if we don't get President Trump back in the White House, it's over. It's over. And these local elections are even more important than the presidential election. We need people in here that respect your individual rights, that respect the Constitution, and that love freedom. We got to get rid of these big, heavy-handed government despots. So you got to speak up. Number three, you got to vote. And don't vote by mail. You got to go to the poll. If you usually do mail-in ballots, fill it out, drive it to the poll yourself. Put it in the thing yourself. We just saw the other day, post offices dumping bags of mail in the trash. Democrats are doing everything they can to steal this election. There's going to be all kinds of voter fraud, mail-in ballot fraud. There's going to be riots in the streets. There's going to be delays. Every vote has to be counted. You know, oh, these votes weren't postmarked in time, but they still need to be counted because it's the post office's fault. I mean, they're laying all the groundwork and they're out there saying it. Hillary Clinton, they're all saying it. Don't concede. We're not going to give up. Kamala Harris is out there. Well, even after the election, the riots aren't going to stop. Not going to stop until they get the change they need. What kind of change? Uh, you figure that one out. So you got to vote in person at the polling place. That's all I got. I don't know what else you can do. So that's what I got for you this week. Like I said, I wanted to do something on police. We're going to do that next week. A mass exodus of police all across the country. It's not good at all. It's part of their plan, which falls in line with kind of what we're talking about today. But they got to create chaos. Part of that is getting rid of the police and getting them out of the way. Because those are the ones that are going to stand in the way, okay? So I wanted to talk about that, but again, this COVID stuff, I mean, bombs are dropping every day and the evidence is overwhelming and it's still happening. People are still going along with it, so I just can't, I just can't let it go. I had to talk about it. Anyway, I'm going to do the police thing next week. Maybe before that, if I have time, I might put something out midweek or, or toward the end of the week if I have time on that uh, because it is a critical issue. But I mean, this is more pressing. This is the most pressing issue I think we have today in America. This is the biggest threat to our freedom and to the country. Um, it has to be stopped. And I mean, no one's really no one's really calling any of this stuff out, but I will. This COVID-19 thing is the biggest fraud in the history of the world. And if you don't believe it, I don't know what to tell you. The evidence is overwhelming. Go look up the lawsuit that was just filed in federal district court in Ohio. There's over 700 pages of documents. They filed a lawsuit that said there is no emergency and there never was. They're calling for an emergency injunction against all restrictions and they're asking the state to prove that there is an emergency. They have 700 pages of evidence and multiple expert witnesses ready to testify. If you read through the evidence in that complaint that has been filed in federal district court in Ohio, and you still believe that COVID-19 is a valid threat, I can't help you. Stop following me. I can't help you. All right, guys. I appreciate you listening. Make sure you go and subscribe if you like the message and you like and you like having information and you like freedom. Make sure you subscribe. Don't tread on liberty.com. Don't tread on liberty.com. You can find us on Parlor at Don't Tread on Liberty. Twitter is Don't 
TRD Liberty. And let me know what you think. We'll be back next week with more information on the police. Until then, stay free. Thanks for listening to Don't Tread on Liberty with Jason Davis. Subscribe on Google Play, iTunes, or your favorite platform. For more Liberty news, check out www.donttreadonliberty.com and subscribe to the blog or join the conversation. 